You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Another world. Another time. In the age of wonder. There was once a dream you could only whisper it. Anything more than a whisper, and it would vanish. A battle between good and evil. You don't know the power of the dark side. Where shall I find a new adversary so close to my own level? Try the local sewer. You know of the rebellion against the Empire? The Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes. Peace means having a bigger stick than the other guy. One of these days, I'm going to have a stick of my own. I'm Groot. Welcome to the Neverland Podcast. The podcast for lovers of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Please welcome your host, Jeremy. I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, I can fly. All it takes is faith and trust. Well, if it isn't the star-spangled man with a plan, what is your plan today? Up to Neverland! Yes, it's the Neverland Podcast. We're back with sort of a new format. And this is episode 118. And, of course, I am your host, the Spider-Pan Jeremy. And with me again... Is Heather the Wendy Nerd. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Well, we're going to have some fun today. Uh, of course, we're bringing you all, basically, we've become a movie and entertainment thing, pretty much a lot of Pixar and Disney and other stuff, sort of. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun movies so, yeah. here recently. Yeah, a lot of uh, fun movie that we have just seen. We got to see Zootopia. It finally opened. Yay! Yay! And then, of course, we were, we were able to see some two new trailers, one from Pixar, because, of course, Finding Nemo being one of their biggest movies, they had to, of course, have a Finding Dory, right? Yep. If anybody was going to get lost, it'd be Dory. Yes. And so, of course, we're going to review that trailer. Also, because we like to sometimes take a step away from Disney, there was a new trailer for Ghostbusters. Both of these were actually shown on The Ellen Show. So we're going to talk about both of these on the trailer park. Doesn't that sound fun? Yes. Okay. I love it when you're in there with me. And also, we're going to have some park audio today. Did you know that by the time you're hearing this, March 7th will be the opening day for Luigi's Roadster, Rollicking Roasters. That's what it was called, Rollicking Roasters. And I have some audio, although Lost Boy Eric didn't get a chance to actually ride it, but he did record the ride going. So we're going to listen to that. Plus, I have some classic audio that you've never gotten to hear where Jesse was at Friends of the Magic a couple of years back. And I have some audio with him hanging around with some of the other podcasters and going riding a couple of rides. And so we're going to listen to that. So we're going to have a great time today, right? Yep. Yep, so grab that pixie out of your pocket, sprinkle some of that pixie dust, and let's fly to the trailer park. Mama, now the gator got in the house. Now the gator? Give me that sugar. Come here. Get him, Mama. Get that gator. The Neverland Trailer Park. For apparition. That's okay. She seems peaceful. My name is Erin Gilbert, Doctor of Particle Physics. Ah! That stuff went everywhere, by the way, in every crack. Very hard to wash off. 
We have dedicated our whole lives to studying the paranormal. Now there's sightings all over the city. There are people out there that need our help. Holtzman, you're a brilliant engineer. Aaron, no one's better at quantum physics than you. We can provide a real service. I'm joining the club. You guys are really smart about this science stuff, but I know New York. And I can borrow a car from my uncle. Uh, you didn't disclose that the vehicle was going to be a hearse. It's a Cadillac! Let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh did you want to? Sorry. sorry. I'll let you. I'll let you. Next time. Okay. Someone is creating a device that amplifies paranormal activity. And we might be the only ones who can stop it. Holtzman, come on! The hat is too much, right? Is it the wig or the hat? There's a bigger picture at hand here. These ghosts can possess the human form. The devil is a liar! Get out of my friend! Ghost! Ow, that's gonna leave a mark! The power of pain compels you! Ow! Okay, so instead of giving us the Ghostbusters sequel we all wish we could get, they decided they wanted to remake the original. And sort of. Yeah. But here's the my, my first beef. If you're going to remake and act like, okay, well, this other stuff doesn't didn't happen, don't reuse the symbol. If you're not going to, you know, if, if you're changing the costumes, the, the proton packs and everything, don't reuse the same symbol. Having it spray-painted on subways like there's a remembering they're there. And don't reuse the exact same Slimer. Go and build something your, yourself, independently, not relying on the original love of Ghostbusters because this movie... From what we saw in this trailer, it's not going to live up to the original Ghostbusters. And that kind of irritates me that they're trying to rely on it. With, with It's like a slap in the face. Well, speaking of slap in the face, on the trailer, that was about the funniest part. For, yes. for me, anyway. Like, a, a lot of the comedy that they put in there, um, it just kind of fell flat. It just wasn't for, funny. For me. And, um, you know, I know comedy has changed, especially from the original Ghostbusters to today, you know, as far as, like, what they use and, and gags and things like that. But they just wasn't funny. Um, yeah. But the, well, the, the original where, was still hilarious. Even now, you yeah. watch it and it's funny. Yeah, it just it it doesn't have a a timeless feel to it like the original ones are. But we may be being too critical because we love the original ones. But just yeah. it just well, didn't really work for me. Yeah, they all. really I'm need to do really something more I'm not really looking forward impressive. to it, unfortunately. Not a bit. And I might I might go watch it just to review it. Uh, but see. I don't mind an all-female team. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But that should have been Ghostbusters 3, and maybe they're passing on the business. Or maybe they're coming back, you know, like maybe, you know, okay, Ghostbusting wasn't necessary for a long time. But now, uh-oh, mm-hmm. something's afoot supernaturally again, and then we need a new team. And then maybe you could have the spray-painted subway wall with the old symbol, like, yes, we need the Ghostbusters back. And somehow or another, these four women get together to bring back, you know, like, hey, well, if they're too old to do it, why don't we do it? You know what? Yeah. I'd, I'd have been excited about that idea. Maybe they were the daughters or something like that. Some, and they're looking, at, to, looking up their dad's old friends yeah. or something like that. And, something oh, that where they're passing funny. it on. Yeah. Instead of, oh, look, we're going to just completely annihilate the fact that you loved these four characters to bring in these new four characters that, okay, frankly, their version of Ray, she's licking one of the guns. I'm not liking this character. 
Their Egon might be amusing. I'm not a fan of Melissa McCarthy. Their new Winston, I don't know. She's so far the only one that said anything that made me laugh. Yeah, she was funny in the trailer. Uh, that's the only hope I so far that I have that this show, this movie might contain a little bit of the humor. But, I mean, goodness, we saw, you know, punching a ghost and licking a gun and... Well, I know you're, you're, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's something that we're missing. We'll, you know, yeah, maybe benefit they'll of the show doubt, but so far it's not hooking us. Yeah, and it's weird also they show, because most of the ghosts they're showing are, are, they're trying to be more human. They're all, you know, torso up type ghosts, human looking. Mm-hmm. And then you have Slimer, who doesn't fit at all. Because, I mean, the original Ghostbusters, the ghosts came in the different shapes and sizes, and even the cartoon, different shapes mm-hmm. and sizes, not necessarily humanoid in shape at all. And this looks like they're trying to go more humanoid, and then suddenly Slimer in there, which doesn't make any sense at all. Well, they're trying to put Slimer in because he was a favorite from the original. But and they that, shouldn't, since they're not really well, honoring the that, original very much. But that's what they're doing. No firehouse that looks like they're based out of a Chinese food restaurant. Uh, yeah, because I see couldn't tell. I the guess. car when the car comes out when it's Ecto One, it was out of that same Chinese restaurant where you see all those other scenes. Okay, well, but they do show an image of the firehouse just for fun. Is they're going to rely on trying to, get to go give throwbacks to the original movie to try to keep us fans interested in this, but really it's just a slap in the face. The power of pain is compelling me to not see this movie. Okay, so Jeremy doesn't like it. Yep. Okay, so anyway, we have another trailer. Yeah. Field trip to the Stingray Migration. Stingray Migration. Migration is about going home. Home. Which is where you're from. How do the Stingrays all know where to go? Instinct. Something deep inside you that feels so familiar that you have to listen to it. (gasps) My mom, my dad, I have a family. We will never forget you, Dory. What if I forget you? I miss them. You know what that feels like? Yes. Great swimmer. I think you swim beautifully. Thank you. You're welcome. Wait, Dory? Yes. Dory? Yes. You and I were friends. No. It was so much fun because I'd tell you a story and then you'd completely forget about it mm-hmm. and then I'd get to tell it to you over and over again. I'm looking for my family. Are you crazy? It's too dangerous. Hands. Hands? Mommy? Ah! Holy Neptune. That is definitely not mommy. Ah! I'm sorry. I gotta blink. How do you hold your eyes open that long? What's happening? Hello? Hello? Hey, you. Hi, can you help me? Mm-mm, not good. Okay, so... I didn't know Dory was going to get lost, but we got to go find Dory. Yes, we have to find Dory. Although, actually, really, Dory is going to find her family. Some of her family, so it's a little bit different. Or at least find a lot of her past. It's, yes. You know, uh, so it's a different finding Dory. We're really finding like who who her family is, where she comes from, that kind of thing. Yeah. So let's do a Finding Nemo uh, movie without Nemo. 
Well, That's Nemo, what it looks like. I don't know. Nemo showed up at the beginning, and maybe there's more Nemo in there than we yeah, think. Yeah, maybe. You know, that may be something that's hidden, but... Looks like Dory's going to be on um, her own in, a, in an aquarium, and uh, i got to say, though, the, the whale shark is kind of cute. It's the whale cute shark is character. cute. I like the octopus, the whole going across the counter, and then the changing color, and grabbing the wrong, you know, switch, and... Yeah, it's nearly killing himself. So oh. just, that's, that's funny, so... But, golly, I don't know if they want to make, like, you know, the touch tank you can find it some zoos and aquariums now where you get to kind of touch certain things. They're making it like it's this horrible thing, but maybe to a fish it is a little scary. Yeah. But that I, makes you worry that, oh, no, I'm stressing the fish out. It might not be stressful really at all. Well. You know, because they try to keep a control over those, but I don't know. That's a whole other issue I don't want to get into. Yeah. Let's not. But I think it's done mainly for laughs, but I have a bad yeah. feeling they're going to have a bunch of animal people who are suddenly going to freak out when they get to zoo. Well, see it's that. it's comparable to what they did in the first one where the bang tapping on the side of the tank, yeah. which I've well, gotten a lot of mileage thing, out of because, you know, I've, I've seen, had quite that a few really people you shouldn't do. banging on the tanks and, yeah. you know, have you not seen Finding Nemo? Oh, you know, and so yeah. if, it, if it fosters in, I guess, a new, yeah. People people have more respect. Yeah. Be it's gentle fine. in the touch tank and just yes. lightly kind of pet them and just to kind of, ooh, that's kind of neat. Don't go and jab your finger right into the poor things. Yeah. So I guess that's the message there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially you see in the in the, the trailer that a starfish didn't, just getting drug across the bottom. Yeah, this is behavior I've never seen anybody have because they usually keep an eye on these things. But yeah. I guess if it was done that way, it would be a horrible thing. But, yeah, I didn't want to get stuck on there. <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, the animal rights groups are going to look at that and then see touch tanks and think it's horrible. But, you know, with I still, I, I hope they have plenty of Nemo and Marlin following along on this adventure. Mm-hmm. Because, really, anytime we've gone to a zoo now, if they see clownfish, the kids are going, Nemo, Nemo. Mm-hmm. And occasionally you'll see and a Dory. Oh, and Dory. No, so, I, I've heard Dory a lot, too. Yeah, yeah. But, although Dory, uh, people are going to hate me for this. Dory is the Jar Jar Binks of this movie, of the original. She's funny a couple of times, but she kind of gets annoying after a while. Yeah, it looks like they're introducing uh, some new characters yeah. that should. Um, it, it won't. I mean, Dory is obviously the centerpiece of this, but yeah. you'll have some other things in there. Hopefully, that will um, carry this. Will complement that. Yeah, but here's here's something to remember: Cars Two focused more on Mater. And took away from the the main character from the first one. And I did hear some people complain that that's why they didn't like Cars Two. Now, personally, I kind of like Cars 2. I thought it was fun, and I like Larry the Cable Guy, so I was okay with being a bit more Mater-focused. But I wonder if there's going to be some people who are going to be, you know, off-put by that. But at least they're coming right out with it that, yes, this is a Dory movie. Yeah, you're not going to be surprised, you know, that, oh, man, there's a lot of Dory in here. Well, yeah. yeah? (laughs) So, you know, overall, I I can't say that this trailer got me too excited about it, but I'm still going to see it because it's Pixar. I still want to see it. I, I'm interested in seeing what they what they do um, that's different than the original. Yeah. Because um, we are seeing some original stuff like, okay, she gets obviously caught and put in a fish tank. That's kind of a throwback yeah, it from, looks like she's in a from the beginning. But it, it looks more like it's like a SeaWorld kind of place rather than somebody's private tank. Yeah. It's Although kind the, of the kitchen thing. is, I wonder what's why the kitchen. That might not be connected to where Dory's probably not actually in the room. Maybe that's an escape attempt by the octopus. Yeah. He's sneaking out through the, like, maybe he ends up flipping the switch because he's actually trying to find a way to go down the drain because all drains lead to the ocean, you know? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. I just hope we get to see a few of the, our friends from the tank. 
uh, from the first one because there were some fun characters, and I'd like to see them back. You know, yeah. let them know, let everybody know that they did finally get out of those bags. You know, well, that's what it, that's implied at the end of yeah, the, like, right, the credits. What? You yeah. know, before on the first one that they escaped, so they have to escape. Yeah, they have to get out of those bags. And, yeah, it'd be cool. Around be cool the if they're hanging out in the reef. You know, with yeah. Nemo and and everybody. And we have a nice, delightful ensemble bit of characters from the first one that yeah, I would like to see mm-hmm. in there. So, but overall. I'm still going to see this, whether this this trailer was that impressive or not, because it is Pixar, so I'm probably going to like it. Yeah, it'll be. I'm sure it'll be good. It won't be exactly like the original. It shouldn't be, but yeah. I think it's still going to be good. Yeah, which the first one I was this massive hit, which I didn't quite understand because I like it, but it's not one of my. Oh, favorites. I love Finding Nemo. Yeah, see, there's there's people who love it. I like. I, it. I have high school students that want to watch Finding Nemo. Like, if we ever have a movie day, they're like Nemo. Yeah. So yeah, it's really caught on. I don't I don't know why I, I don't love it like everybody else, but I I do really like it. You know. See, the biology nerd in me like so guess, for a lot, yeah. a lot of reasons because they did get quite a bit about the biology correct yeah. and the and the um you know the and that sort and of thing like and that. teaching you yeah. about the reef. But I get more excited about the monsters movies and the Toy Story series and an upcoming Incredibles sequel. Yeah. Yay! So, but uh, that is what we think. But speaking of animated movies, Disney has been no such because they have recently now released Zootopia. There'll be spectacle, there'll be fantasy, there'll be daring do and stuff like you would never see. Hey, a movie! Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be a movie! Starring everybody and me. Boy, I wish I were you people seeing this for the first time. Kermit, I got a great picture of the chicken! Oh, good! Zootopia, a gleaming city. Where animals of all breeds, predator and prey alike, live together in peace and harmony. Hi, I'm Judy, your new neighbor. Yeah, well, we're loud. Don't expect us to apologize for it. ZPD's first rabbit officer, Judy Hopps. You ready to make the world a better place? Bad news in this city gripped by fear. What can you tell us about the animals that went savage? Are we safe? This is Priority One. Hops. Parking duty. (laughs) Sir, I'm not just some token bunny. You strike out, you resign. Deal. Hello? I'm here to ask you some questions about a case. Then they should have gotten a real cop to solve it. You are under arrest. For what? Hurting your free wings? You are a key witness. No, he is. I need you to run a plate. All right, I know a guy. You need something done, he's on it. They're all slots? We are in a really big hurry. I am on it break. I have 36 hours left. We can only solve it together. It's not about how badly you want something. It's about what you are capable of. I am a real cop. Never let them see that they get to you. You bunnies. <laughs> so emotional. No, 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 no. Do not let go. I'm gonna let go. What? We may be evolved, but deep down, we are still animals. Quit it. You're gonna start a howl. For sure, we're a naturalist club. All the way down. Life's a little bit messy. We all make mistakes. Ah. Ah. 
no matter what type of animal you are, change starts with you. We gotta go. Whose car is it? The most feared crime boss, Mr. Big. Oh, no. Is that Mr. Big? Stop talking, stop talking. Huh. Ice a fool. Daddy! What did we say? No icing anyone at my wedding. I have to, baby. Daddy has to. Alrighty. Well, flat out, we'll go ahead and say, yes, this is a good movie. It's I definitely recommend movie. it. I like it. Yes. However, I think my I might have set my ex- expectations a little too high. I was very excited for this. And mm-hmm. so, because there, I did fail at one point. I felt like it was getting a little preachy towards the end and stuff like I that. I never like felt they, that way. But. Like they were trying to stick a message in there too much that I didn't know that was a necessary message for everybody. But uh, I mean, it was nice. I guess they tried to get some stuff in there. But one thing that I... The, Probably the most clever thing about this is really you're you're in the same world you've been in a lot of Disney movies where you got anthropomorphic animals running around on two legs and wearing clothes. You know mm-hmm. we we've seen it before from Disney, and you could almost expected Scrooge McDuck go walking through with Donald, uh, but they would have had to wear pants. They in would this. have been wearing pants, yes, yes, uh, or they but, would have been with the naturists. <laughs> but we yeah, but although I don't think we saw anything that was not a mammal, I didn't I don't remember seeing any reptiles, fish, or birds in this movie at all. Now, if you remember seeing one, y'all, let us know. But I don't recall seeing anything that wasn't a mammal. So this is more like Mammalia-topia or something. Well, that's like zoology is a study of animals. So Zootopia would be... Should be all animals. But I, like I said, mammals. Well, it's a okay. whole city full of mammals. It's fine. Everybody yeah. likes mammals. I yeah, because they're the furry and They're cute the ones. furry, cute ones we associate but ourselves with. Some them lizards are cute, and fish can be cute. Yes. Birds are cute. So. But they had already, like, there's a fish movie right, already. I mean, we're sidetracking too far, though. I just wanted to point out it's all mammals. You know, and so you wouldn't have, like, because I would have loved to have seen a Scrooge McDuck cameo, except for that. that they, they didn't apparently want to go that way. But my point that I was getting to. With the with how this works is we've never before in anything like Ducktales had logic put into how this city would work where you've got the tundra, the desert, the rainforest, and all this stuff where all these different animals could still live in the environment they're comfortable in, and then have like there's like a city proper downtown area in the middle where you even have variety where you have a, a miniature area where like the little mice and the little hamsters and things live. That was to me that was that was so clever that that's enough that I was sold on that right there. I loved it. That really is the biggest charm of the of it, the way they cleverly put animals together. Okay, well, of course, that's all. This the setting, which is one fun and clever, and they spend a little time at the beginning, even showing you how the animals have adapted to be able to live, like passing a latte up a tube so a giraffe can reach it and stuff. A lot of really cute, clever type of things. But uh, okay, so as far as plot story, what can we tell them without spoiling anything? Um, it's a mystery. Well, and and within that mystery is a um, go live your dream kind of story in it. Really? Because that kind of went, you know, it, it's there, but it's like they dealt with it in the first half hour. Well, but there still is a little bit of a struggle with it in the middle. And I don't, you know, don't want to get into a spoiler, but, you know, there is a time where you question, is this really the dream? And then you have, then you renew your, um, your dream. You, yeah. Your pursuit of it. There's. Well. Which See, is typical for a lot of dream-following movies. Well, at the at the beginning, granted, you have that, oh, I'm a dream, and there's never been a bunny that's a cop because bunnies are really small animals. And uh, they do establish, like, small animals versus larger animals that might be predators. There's a predator versus prey dynamic to put in there. But from the very beginning, when we first are introduced to Judy Hopps, all, not only are we getting 
a quick introduction of how, oh, we've, we don't, predator is not versus prey anymore, and I want to be a cop, but now we get something that's going to establish what the real plot of this is when she has an encounter with the local bully who happens to be a fox, and that's the typical fox versus bunny thing we get. Mm-hmm. But that's what establishes the real story, because she accomplishes being a cop at the beginning, but now she's trying to get the respect of it by, but that, you know, that just launches us into the mystery of the actual story. So we mm-hmm. I felt like we were already past this whole, the dream. She just was now trying to get the respect by solving this mystery. The mystery being, of course, the real story actually brought in a whole different issue, which really comes to light and becomes, I, that's why I felt it was kind of punching really hard with, you know, the, you, you, you almost have, I guess, a racial or spe- species message, species being used for race in there that, that of prejudice. It's that the movie is really about prejudices. That's the movie that I felt that I was seeing, and I felt it got, it got a little too strong. And I, you know, per, since I don't really have a whole lot of prejudices, I felt it was I was being punched with it. I'm like, and I know it's kind of a current issue with a lot of people, and people are trying to recreate a lot of you know prejudices. But you know, I, maybe that this movie is going to be timely for that. But I don't feel it's going to have that timeless quality because it, it has that message. I don't know. So I didn't. Much. I didn't think so. I mean, there's because there's so much of it that's uh, couched in the terms of the animals and which animal is it has the the issue, the prejudice, if you will. That I don't. I didn't. I guess I didn't walk away feeling that way. Well, because it starts in there. You know, don't refer. A bunny can call another bunny cute, but nobody else can. I had to roll my eyes with that. I think well, I did roll my funny. eyes a little bit with that. That was one kind too. of a little old, odd eye rolling. And then when we do kind of get to the big, you know, turnaround thing of. I mean, the, the, the villain in this, their main motivation is their prejudice against predators. Are you sure that's not giving too much away? That's as much as I'm saying. That's the motivation of the villain. That, it kind of sums up what the entire story ended up being. And, and you, and you do have a buddy movie where you do have, and, cause it comes right back around that mistrust of showing like snow, you know, even the friendship that's developed between the two major characters is called into question because, oh look, she's carrying a can of fox spray. The entire time. That's to me, is the entire story of this. It's not so much about her getting to realize her dream and get respect, because she, she does earn her respect, but in the midst of that respect, she's made the prejudice problem worse and really created a problem. And to me, that, that seemed to be the overall plot of this film. So it's, it's not really what you expect from a typical Disney, and I felt like they were trying to get a message out to everybody. And, you know, I think it diminished some of the fun of the movie. I mean, it's kind of fun, but it's not as much fun as I thought. There's not as much humor as I would have expected, but I think some of the movies we've seen lately, Inside Out, has some funny moments, but it's very serious matters, a very good movie. And even the good dinosaur, we just watched that, Heather got to see it for the first time and found it kind of stressful. Uh, there's some humor in there, but not a whole lot. And the, I think Zootopia was the same way. There's some humor and some pretty good stuff, but it's not, you know, I wouldn't necessarily call this a complete comedy. No, it's not a comedy. I mean, it, like you said, it is really more of a mystery than anything. I, I think it's a several things rolled up into one. You do have the, the dream, you know, the struggle with the dream. And even though I know you think that it was there, you know, at the beginning and done and done, but there's a little bit of struggle with that. There is a struggle with the, the prejudice. You got the mystery of, you know, who's trying to disrupt the, you know, the, uh, utopia of Zootopia, if you will. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I don't know. I just really liked it overall. I thought it was a good movie. It's one of, it's, I don't know. I think it's uh, better than some other Pixar movies. This was not a Pixar movie. Oh, okay. This was a Disney. Disney movie. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And yeah, and I did like this movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's, I don't think it, they're marketing it the way that it actually, I think the movie I saw was different than what I expected overall. 
Well, because it's a mystery, they couldn't have put too much out there. Otherwise, you figure, especially you, you're super analytical, so you would have figured it out if they which, dropped the wrong the wrong clue. Which we by the by the end, it got very predictable uh, at the end, I must say. But it was fine. I mean, it was still good and entertaining. Uh, but we, of course, will not talk about the solution. But you'll kind of know how they're going to fix this, and it ties everything up in yeah, a nice it little really bow. Does tie it up. Even from the very beginning on through, like it, it really it yeah. ties up all the little things you see at the beginning, and it didn't seem very significant, but it, they come into play at the end. And great characters, lovable mm-hmm. characters. Yes. Although I, you know, you, you like you would say a bunny, oh, a cute little bunny, but apparently you're not supposed to say that. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, because they do have some cute little plush toys, but. Better not call it cute. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so a lot, I think these toys are going to sell pretty well. And they do have a Disney Infinity figure of both Nick and Judy, and which I would kind of like to get because they were some fun characters. And overall, like I said, I did enjoy this movie. It just was different, I think, than what I expected. And that's what we think, right? Uh, yeah. All right. And if you would like to share your opinion of Zootopia, uh, feel free to send us some feedback. To Disney and beyond. Right now, let's have some fun at the Disney parks. First, we'll go and we'll take a well. Eric didn't get to ride, but we'll go with Eric into Disneyland and hear the new. And I always get this name wrong. Okay, it's Luigi's Rollicking Roasters, Roadsters. Roadsters. I sound like I said roasters, you but it's Luigi's <laughs> Rollicking Roadsters. So we're gonna hear that audio, and then I'm just gonna roll right in to some time with Jesse that he spent with some of the other podcasters at Friends of the Magic as they went around and just rode a couple of rides. So enjoy. before I was in here the first time. Like, ah. um, I got, I, I had an annual pass in 2004 and had that for about two years. 
but before the 2004, I hadn't been here since 1996. Well, we, we wrote it the year the park opened. And I think that was about one and only time we did ride it. Well, they got Jake in here now. Mike, I have two little girls, they love it. Um, so that's Mad Tea Party. I miss Selection. I was down here and when they had Tron, but I just I'm not a nightclub person in general. So they didn't went to a club in the park. Kinda decided to skip on that also. Well go play and have fun with my mindset. What was cool was they had a couple times a performance by Lazy Man and really cool effects. But full disclosure, Tron came out when I was two, so I've never seen it, so. Ah. Also really didn't hold my interest. I hate to say how Tron came out. I was in dolls, that's for sure. <laughs> Heck, when Star Wars came out in 77, I was uh, 22. I didn't have my 23rd birthday yet. <laughs> when, when Star Wars came out in 77, it was inconceivable for me to go see it. <laughs> That's actually the first memory I had of going to the movies and seeing Star Wars. First movie I remember seeing is E.T. Want to hear something odd? I have never seen that movie. It's a good movie. I think that you need to do a special appearance <laughs> on the Morgus Man and A podcast. <laughs> I have never seen that and I have never seen Wizard of Oz, the original. Oh, now that's kind of... <laughs> And what's even worse is I've seen The Wiz multiple times. <laughs> oh, and you're going to admit to that? <laughs> I actually love the music of The Wiz, so... Meets up with four strangers and murders again. I've heard a great plot summary for Finding Nemo and it escapes me right now what it was. <laughs> Basically Taken, isn't it? Like similar to the movie Taken, where the father goes out to hunt down and find his son. Well, first the, the, the child's yeah. family is mass murdered. Ma mass murdered, yes. Oh, no, 
That's, that's Disney Indiana after dark. <laughs> that's the video cast, right? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Here, let me give you my business card. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure I'm appearing on a few. Have you at the same time? Right, Scott? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm making guest appearances. Right, Scott? Left, Scott. Right, Scott? Left, Scott. Correct. Where are you? right from his left. Isn't that cute? Yeah. But you're also assuming I put the left speaker in the left ear and the right speaker in the right ear. Oh, yeah, now you tell me. Now I feel like a dude. And suddenly we're all seasick. That's okay, he'll flip. You can flip the audio in post-production. You can do that? Yes. That's cool. Have you ever seen Walt Disney World, you ever mulched by the shears, the rock band? Yes, I have. And they noticed me recording. And I was standing in the front, and after the show was over, the lead singer, Morris, got on one side, and their uh, the guitarist on the other side, and they started singing. The Don't Stop Believing? Yeah. Yeah. On your side, like right here. <laughs> I actually enjoyed your performance when I was there in April 
That's like saying I have a really poor alter ego. Which Billy? Elvis Billy. Paul Billy. That's Kurt Wall. When I met him, super nice guy. But it all happened rather organically. He was coming out of Golden Horseshoe. Doreen was with us. And we all, of course, got had to make fun of the whole thing. And we said, so I can go back for seconds. Goodbye. Billy! He looks at us and he says, Paul. Come back and visit. Paul! And the person was all en And he just stopped, broke character, and just chatted with us for a couple of minutes. He's super good. Back in the day or now? <laughs> that would be a disappointment, right? <laughs> oh, it's all about the basis of comparison.
is good. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this is such a sweet and juicy watermelon. Mama always says to say, excuse me. Excuse me. Tony, Tony, of 101. 101! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but after after such a rigorous ride, I'm feeling quite peckish. <laughs> oh, this candy corn is making me hungry. So I can go back for seconds. Goodbye, my friend. Goodbye. Come back again or visit me. Remember to eat your fruits and vegetables. I miss you already. I'll be there again to get some food. Well, not once. Do it once. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. And by the way, 
See how long it will take. Well, then, you know, after after coming here for like 13 years, and the first time I went this way and entered Tarzan and then when they opened this park up. What is the actual name of the attraction? Uh, well, there's Luigi's Tires. Tomato. Oh, Tomatoes. Jamboree. It's Tomato. Barnyard Jamboree, I think. Yeah, there's a it's junkyard jamboree. Junkyard, that's what it is. I've never been in Cars Land. Really? Oh, then you should go in the front way. Front way? And get the full experience. That's why yeah, I didn't we'll find do. out about these till after. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go down uh, Route 66. Uh, so you have Mater's junkyard oh, yeah. jamboree. Yeah, there it is. Mater's jamboree, eight minutes. minutes. We're good. Okay. Okay. Let's away. Now, if there's an experience, because I've not been on the attraction before, should we go from the front end of the thing? Have you never been in Cars Land? I've been into Cars Land, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, if that's what you were referring so. to. Oh, we can go around the yeah. Oh, if you've not been into Cars Land, you need the, you need the full, full exposure. To Cars Land. 
Yeah, have all the songs? Yeah. Alright, if you buy the... Uh,
look on your face is really priceless. <laughs> that that jaw-dropping feeling that I had when I came to yes. the for the first time. It, it was I worth the wait. I want to be near him at night when he sees it. Yeah. It's, it's ten times better at night. Well, unfortunately, I'm not going yeah. to the dinner tonight. Okay. But I'm just going to meet uh, Michelle from the Dream Girls, and we're ah. going to eat at Flo's. So you'll see everything tonight. tonight. I'll be anxious to hear what you think. Yes. I, I will give her my camera if I get some charge to it, <laughs> so she can just take pictures. I love all of this stuff from the shorts. <laughs> NASCAR is awesome on so many levels. <laughs> Personally. Instead of two. Oh, they're like and then the next group were two cars, and then the next group was one more car. So I wondered if something. That was the one they got. Real license plates and then fake license plates mixed in here. <laughs> I like Torqueville. Hard County. Yeah, Rubberneck County. <laughs> Rolling stop. And one time I had, I'm 
first time I met him, I had my own video camera with the VHS. Uh -huh. yeah. And I'm recording him, and I only had like battery life like, for an hour and a half. Yeah. And it's like 20 minutes in, he's still.
right. You're riding solo. I'll go solo then.
Not gonna go. Yeah, this was like three, four years. Oh, it was surprisingly intense. A lot more intense than Heimlich was. Yes. That's almost as rough as Matterhorn. Yeah. I don't know if, if so. Did you sit kind of in the middle, or did you sit on one? I, I was side? in. The, I was in the middle. Fortunately, I was alone, so I didn't have anyone to bump into. I could see where that could be. Yeah, well, especially when there's a little bit of a weight disparity. Are you saying? I'm Saying your big bone. Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, a link to visit our shop, and much more. And please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. Or email us at podcast at neverlandpodcast.com. If you email us a Lost Boy or Pixie nickname with a reason why you chose that name, you can become an official Neverlander. Girls are too clever to get lost, so we are naturally magical pixies. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support in keeping the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit patreon.com slash neverlandpodcast to donate to keeping the pixie dust alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland Podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions. God God bless. bless!